put a mustache on Boober Fraggle and call him Gallagher Crosby, attorney at law. This is GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Welcome to episode 465 of the GeekCast Live podcast. I'm your host, GCR, and with me, as they are from time to time. That, that is true. Uh, Rob Bass. And Cartoon Joe. Moderately weekly to bi-weekly, if not every week. 60% of the time, we have an episode 100% every of the time. time. Yep. Perfect. We are the Sex Panther of podcasts. Oh. And I'm going to write that show title down. I've always, I have always said that. That'd make a great t-shirt. Yeah. I kind of want to mix it into the logo. Ooh. Like a Puma. We're talking. We need this change from the skull with the headphones to a Puma. Like oh, I a, was just going to, right where it says violentpress.com, right underneath it, I was going to put the Sex Panther of podcasts. Oh, that too. Perfect. That would be even better. The Sex Flawless. Panther of podcasts. Um. I want to shake it up this week. I'm sure there's been lots of things that have made you smile, Mm -hmm. but I would like to um, ask you a different question. Interesting. Because I know what's made us all smile, of course, is that we still have no speaker of the house. And that's (laughs) at at the time of recording. We are three weeks now uh, rudderless in the people's house. Um, But I would like to ask you guys, what have you been drinking lately? Mm. Wow. Is, uh, has there been a theme? I know like last week, Joe, you were making, I think, a sidecar, which is a, a cocktail. Oh, yeah. I don't think, you know, you were you had like a lemon ice cube. I, I didn't know if maybe you've been on like a uh, like a bespoke cocktail run lately, maybe in your home life or uh, you know, have you been on bit. a wine kick? Uh, a little bit. It has been a little bit of a bespoke cocktail run. I um, when we got together a couple of maybe it was a couple of months ago now. I don't even remember. Um, maybe I've had too much of a cocktail run. No, um, we, uh, what were we doing? Oh, we were just having a Friday night hangout. And, uh, I decided that for the hangout for the cocktail hour, I wanted to actually make myself cocktails. And so I got the ingredients for Sazerac's mm-hmm. and, um, you know, once a beautiful yeah. drink to make, what's that? A beautiful drink to make. A wonderful drink to make. But also, uh, if you, if you give a family member of mine a cookie, yes. Um, and it's not like I've gone. They'll drink all the cookies or overhog. But um, I uh, I have increased my capacity to make cocktails, and so uh, I, I feel like I've had a lot of whiskey cocktails lately. A lot of just old fashions or uh, or Manhattans, things like that. Today I have um, in my skull mug. I, I didn't have time to make a proper Sazerac, so I just dumped some absinthe and whiskey into a glass. <laughs> added, yeah. uh, you know what? Some- Honestly, it, it seems very uh, appropriate for tonight's main topic. Yeah. So. That's what I was feeling. And, uh, and I, I went ahead and I added, um, what else did I add to it? Some simple syrup and... So it's it's not not a sauce. Uh, Houston's homemade maraschino cherries. Ooh. Nice, correct. Yeah, I got some bitters in it. Yeah, it's just it's uh it's a sauce with a a little bit more absinthe. I think 
Sure. So, and a lot of twist. I feel like, am I lagging? Is this a thing? I'm not noticing it, but okay. I, I felt like maybe, maybe the edibles just kicked in. I don't are kicking in. It's yeah, about that maybe time. That's, night. Maybe that's what it is. I'm not sure. Uh, Rob, how are you? What have you been drinking lately? Uh, so I have been dabbling in a little bit of Sam Adams Oktoberfest, uh, which is good. Been, beer. Uh, it's, it's, it's a good beer. Just a good beer. Um, yeah. I haven't been drinking um, a ton in uh, the way of the uh, uh, alcohol land lately, but I have uh, recently returned from Southern Indiana where my family and I make a pilgrimage to an apple orchard and pumpkin patch every year. Mm -hmm. And they have some of the best goddamn cider in the Midwest. I will at least give them that. It's fantastic. I really enjoy it. Uh, so, uh, I have, uh, returned with many, many gallons of that, uh, stock up and see myself through the winter. So, uh, Apple works, Apple orchard for the record. Excellent. Big fan. My nice. grandparents, my grandma and grandpa, Elliot, mm -hmm. their neighbors were Sue and junior and sure. they would do a like an apple cider, apple butter weekend where they would make like fucking that sounds fantastic of apple byproducts. Mm -hmm. And that was always a fun weekend. That sounds, yeah, no. I fantastic. haven't done it in a long, I did, I, I mean, they're both dead now, so they won't be doing it anytime soon. That makes but, sense. Uh, <laughs> that's you. I would, I would like, yeah. to do, I would, <laughs> that's true. I would like to do that again. I'd like to find a place where you could go, you know, pitch in and help them make some apple butter or something. Don't you? Don't your parents have an apple tree? They have an yard? apple tree. Yeah, they do. And uh, don't we just need some like buckets? <laughs> yeah, no. And, like, I mean, we could just pick the shit. apples. Yeah, yeah but, I, but I don't know how to do it after that. I don't. I don't have any. I, of the, uh, we, Ryan, we can we can YouTube this. We can do this. I believe I am, in I, our I powers combined. We can do I, this shit. I do have a, a hookup for uh, some honey. That is true. I, I, I ran into some people who make, and I had I got this big jar of honey from them, and it's the best honey I've ever had. And I've been thinking you. like, like we're making honey chicken this weekend. And I've been trying to I've been like, we, I made like honey biscuits last weekend and I'm trying to use this honey cause it's so fucking good. Mm -hmm. And, uh, um, I, I think I just decided I'm just going to make need. Ooh. You absolutely should. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you should He's talk to uh, my brother. I'm sure he's got many appointers. In I have, to I have no doubt. Um, it's got to be similar in a in a cleanliness and aging process to beer, which I've made plenty of times. Sure. So that that's not foreign to me. It's more just uh, I don't know what kind of meat I want to make. You know, um, I'm not really a mead guy. Never really dabbled, but I have a bunch of honey, and I have a connection for more honey. And I think I should just make mead. Just need yeast, and then maybe some fruits or raisins. Citrus yeah, is also particularly good. I am. Yeah, I, I did. I do have a bunch of raisins because I'm making mole this weekend. So hell yeah, I I could just use raisins, but uh, uh, yeah. Ryan, what about uh, what about you? What have you been drinking? On? Mm. I found this um, like a uh, zero sugar long drink. Mm. Not what I've been drinking lately, but that's what I'm drinking now. But um, man, I spent uh, I spent uh, the weekend. We didn't farm. It was like mm -hmm. rainy and dreary. And I decided on Sunday that I was just going to drink whiskey sours. But I was going to like, like, I actually shook the egg whites. You know, I actually used egg whites 
from farm eggs. And it was, I don't know, something about actually making a drink where you put an egg in it is always fantastic to me. Yeah. But uh, whiskey sours, I kind of, I think I want to do Sazerac this weekend though, Joe, to be honest. Now I'm nice. thinking that might be where I'm at. It's a good drink. It is. Uh, it's a, it's a anything where you like use a liquor just to like for the smell and then you dump it out hmm. that gets it that does it for me yeah so anyway i didn't really care what made you smile this week Hmm. what was that very churchill it's it's good look at it put it away right the best thing about churchill was that he didn't like vermouth he just wanted cold gin it was the only the only good thing about Churchill. Yeah. I don't know. His three bottles of champagne lunches. They so, also named that racetrack after him. Churchill Downs. Yeah. Hmm. I'm assuming. Yeah. Him and it, might like, it might have been like local banker Gene Churchill. Right. <laughs> I I assume you're right. I assume it's uh it's Churchill and then like the uh the guy who uh discovered the uh the twenty seventh chromosome, or whatever. Uh, Langsford. Yeah. What is yeah, that? Was that was him? I don't know. What What is it? Trisomy twenty one. Is that yes. what the official name for? Yes. Yeah. It's named after Winston Churchill and that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Absurd. <laughs> Absurd. Uh, uh, okay. Plugs, and we're going to talk about Edgar Allan Poe adjacent prestige television. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, question for you. Yeah. I'm I'm here. Ask um, away. Where would you go if you were looking for like like knee pads and hair ties, but like they had our slogans and logos on them and stuff? I don't um, know. Volleyballmag.org. Oh, you went that volleyball, doesn't sound right. which is nice. I no. was thinking maybe a lion's den, but in lieu of going to mm. an adult sex shop, maybe we go to Threadless. Maybe we go specifically to gcl.threadless.com. gcl.threadless.com? Could I get a could I get a, a hat rack? I believe so. Nice. Can I get the shower curtain? Yeah. What about stickers? Nope. Oh, okay. There's How about stickers. a notebook? Yes. Fantastic. That's if GCL. I went there, could I, possibly, <laughs> could I possibly get a discount? Yes. How could I do that? We'd have to create a discount code. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> GCL.threadless.com So there's a new Flanagan joint on Netflix called uh, the fall of the house of usher and uh i i am loath to get into any sort of um in the weeds spoiler ish i'm i'm with you conversations but we have to we have to talk about this run that flanagan's been on and specifically this edgar Allan poe mashup that is killing netflix right now I fucking love it. Uh, so you've you've I, I've it. already finished it. Yeah, okay. yeah. At this point in time, Ashley and I, uh, it did not take long for us to uh, crush it. Uh, we are uh, big fans of Midnight Mass, Haunting oh, on High, uh, Hill House, Bly Manor. 
Um, and so uh, we've been like waiting for this to drop. And as soon as you were like, oh, man, it's on uh, Netflix and it's great. Like we pretty much tore through it in the next like two or three days. Well, it was funny. So it was Saturday. And that morning, we're kind of knocking around the house. And my wife says, hey, when does that new um, like haunting of Usher house come out? And I was like, it's, well, it's fall of the house of Usher. Yes. But yes, it's the same. It's Mike Flanagan. Yeah, you are correct. It's just like the same Welcome cast. I'm, I'm so stoked that you're fucking asking me this question because I really want to watch the show. And I said, I don't know. I think it's soon sometime. I mean, it's going to be like a Halloween time show, you know? Yeah. I, I go to Netflix and I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> it's on here. it came out today <laughs> and we watched uh, we watched the first two episodes and then we watched episode three. I, uh, 15 minutes ago, we finished it. Awesome. So um, and Joe, are you one episode in two? I am one episode in and I'm probably going to have to rewatch it because I watched it fast. Sure. OK. Um, but I mean, I loved it fast. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I feel like uh, Flanagan and then also just horror in general, like it's paced the way it is for a reason. Mm -hmm. But I needed to get it done so I could talk about it today. <laughs> so I admire um, your commitment. Thank you. As we've already said, this is a this is a, a a TV show done by Mike Flanagan, who did Haunting of Hill House. He did Haunting of Blind Manor, The Midnight Club, Midnight Mass. Mm -hmm. Gerald's Game and Doctor Sleep, and I think he did all of those for Netflix, except for maybe Doctor Sleep. Oh, um, this is his newest Dr. entry. Sleep he did for himself. And, yes, <laughs> and um, it's it's. I mean, with a name like Fall of the House of Usher, it's obviously based on Edgar Allan Poe's works. I am pleased to announce that it's not just a retelling of Fall of the House of Usher, without also referencing all of his other works. Yeah, it oh, it's so fascinating how many of his works they've interwoven into this as different kinds of like subplots or through lines. Um, there are a ton of soliloquies that mm -hmm. uh, one of the characters makes who I can only be certain is just ripping lines straight from Poe. And it's it's fantastic. I love it. There's even there's throwaway references. Um, I think, mm -hmm. you know, my favorite is uh, there's a there's a reference to a character whose name is Annabelle Lee, mm -hmm. which is that's my favorite Poe poem is Annabelle Lee. Um, oh, I was hoping that it would come up because I would have felt it fairly often. If it didn't. And uh, yeah, no, it's pretty wonderful. Yeah. Um, it is uh, it is. It is one of those uh, shows like uh, Bly Manor and Hill House where I think upon rewatches, you'll see more of what maybe you weren't supposed to see the first time through because your attention isn't drawn to it. Sure. Um, mm -hmm. It's like you've seen that video where it's like people like throwing things around and then a gorilla walks through the frame. Yep. And if you've never seen it before, you just don't see the gorilla. And then well, when they tell you to watch the ball. Right. And then when they right, exactly. And then when you when you watch it again and they say, Did you see the gorilla? Now you can't believe you didn't see the fucking gorilla. Right. And, and like we we've watched Hill House now three times. And each time we've seen, you know, in, in the background of that show, there's like ghosts and fucking faces and shit you're not supposed to see. 
mm-hmm. as you're watching the show, but you just pick more up every time. And I have a feeling that this show is going to have a lot of that. I I certainly believe that. I, I'm intending at some point in time on doing a rewatch of it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch it on my TV. I I noticed when I the the way that the lighting is when watching it on my iPad. If I turn the brightness all the way up, like I would for like to see the faces in the Haunting of Hill House, um, it's too washed out. Sure. And so you have to dial the brightness in just right, because um, otherwise. It doesn't look right. I don't know. I've never had that happen before. Usually on my iPad, you turn the brightness all the way up and it looks the way it's supposed to look. Right. So given the first episode, do you guys have any favorite characters so far? Just like uh, based on the introductory episode, we'll say. Uh, yeah. Um, I am. I am incredibly shocked to see Mark Hamill in it yeah and and to be playing like a shitbag character yeah a which, real shit i mean i love that um i'm not sure he's to answer your question he's probably not my favorite i love um rahu Kohli. Mm-hmm. oh yeah and um he plays leo usher mm-hmm. but uh this is weird for a Flanagan show because it's got a lot more uh, humor in it. But Henry Thomas, mm-hmm. who who is uh, he plays Frederick or Frederick Usher, um, I fucking love. Roderick. I love the I love the ponytail. I love the like when he's bowling in the that first episode, fucking... and he's like just the way he's delivering his lines, where he's like he's kind of a dipshit, and he's kind of just I don't know. His character is so unlike any of the yeah. other characters he's played in these shows. I, I fucking love it. Yeah. I, it's, it, it is I love the line from him. Um, okay, so like a mole, a mole is like Leo DiCaprio in The Departed. Yes. And uh, 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 an informant is Jack Nicholson in The Departed. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then uh, the, I think it's his daughter says like, there's more, you know, there's, there's other more than one. <laughs> yeah, other than The Departed. The Departed. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking hilarious. It's oh, just, man. I uh, I don't know. See, that's a cool thing too about Flanagan is that he's got this like stable of actors that he works with in everything. He is like a horror Wes Anderson. Yeah, he is is sort of. Um, or Scorsese. I mean, he has the same. He's got his group of guys that he always works with. Um, Christopher Nolan always has fucking Cillian Murphy. Mm Um, it's just uh, these guys are like his fucking. Crew, which so Mike Flanagan uh is doing the Dark Tower. Oh hell yeah. And um Who's doing so it makes you it makes you wonder like who is Rahu Kohli going to play in the Dark Tower series? Mm, I hope you know? it's Roland Deshane. He I think he'd make a good Roland. I think he'd fucking I'd make no an incredible Roland. That doesn't bother me at all. I think you would be. Um, I think Henry Thomas would make a fantastic man in black. Ooh, yeah. Um, Carla Gugino. Um, ah. There's so many, there's so many options, but it's, you know, they're going to be in the Dark Tower. It's almost a foregone conclusion. I certainly hope so. Uh, I will also say, 
Kate Seagal in this show is Camille. Fantastic. She's she's, she's incredible. She can do that wrong. Best final girls of our generation. Yeah. Um, she, as far as I'm concerned, well, she's first of all, she's just she's fun to look at anyway. Sure. Um, but her her character, I love like I love her superpower. I love her like there's a there's a scene in episode three where she does this whole spin thing mm-hmm. that is like fascinating and horrifying to watch in action. It's, yes. And then there's even a soliloquy that um Roderick Usher does about lemons <laughs> that like was like I was that both was like fun. when it when it ended, I was both like sad and horny. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I know exactly which one. I, I, I was like, I was so upset because it, like it's so real. Yeah. And it is it is absolutely a commentary on today, which I think this whole show is. It it continues to progress from there. Oh, does it really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are you're scratching the surface. But I was watching that and he got done with that whole thing about lemons, and I was like, well, like a yeah, like I'm yeah. like. Like I could fuck with that. I love that concept. And B, man, I hate I like I hate influencers. <laughs> yeah. So here's a plug for gclbethodist.com. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Joe, man. you're in you're in for a treat on episode three. I also I also saw the ending of episode three coming pretty fast. Yeah. I also uh, I, I kind of called that one. I I don't like it was that predictable, but I love the acting in that scene. It's pretty by great. Carla Gugino is pretty fucking great. It's pretty great. <laughs> um, I also didn't realize this until after I had finished um after I finished the show, but um Madeline, the sister of Roderick Usher Usher. Uh-huh. Uh that is President Laura Roslin from Battlestar Galactica. Oh my God! <laughs> I was, I, it was like I was dying the entire time. Like I don't know, like why? Why does she look so familiar? That's what I kept making because of the like almost fake platinum blonde hair. I kept trying to make her um, the mom from Schitt's Creek, <laughs> but um, I knew that right. You know, but you you knew it was wrong, right? I feel that. Yeah. No, it it took me quite a while. I kept thinking that it was uh uh fuck Meryl Streep or somebody. Meryl Streep's probably not right. No, Meryl no, Streep is who a, I was thinking. It's got a Meryl Streep feel. Yeah, I, I Meryl Streep is that. exactly who I was thinking. Yeah. But I was like, I know that's wrong. Like, I know that's wrong. Yeah, it's the uh it's the combination of aloofness and um deeply personal desire to murder you. That is very yes. <laughs> She yeah, does, exactly. doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Exudes it, truly. <laughs> a deep <laughs> desire to murder you. And she's just a character on the screen. She yeah. doesn't know who you are or where you live. Mm. Doesn't care. No. The only thing she knows about you, and she doesn't even really know it, but she has to murder you. <laughs> it's like that snail from that meme. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah, if she catches you, you're dead. Right. All you hey, what, what would you pick on that one, by the way? 
What's what's the correct answer on that snail problem? Uh, what is it? You get the, uh, unlimited money and unlimited life, but the right, snail but is always chasing you. And if it catches you, you die. If it if it touches you, you die. And it's yeah. it always knows where you are, and it's always it will always yeah. be coming after you, and you can't kill it. I I think I think I'm in. You're in. Yeah, I think that sounds good to me. You I don't know I where the nails. You don't know where the snail starts, though. That's a good point. Like but it might I, be in the room with you right now. That's fine. That's fine. I tend to avoid snails regardless. Do you, how do you uh, sleep? Uh, well, I S- think soundly I think, on your bed of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think eventually a you could, uh, uh, it, 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 you could tell which snail it is when it's the only snail in the room moving towards you. I would also spray paint it. Right. Right at that point, you can spray paint it, and then you know it's that snail. I'd, I'd glow in the dark, spray paint it. Yeah, yeah, or uh, yeah, something like that. I would Literally most likely trip the... and fall and land on it, dying. <laughs> yeah, trying to like be elusive. Yeah, it'd be. It's a shame. I mean, snor- snails are smarter than we might think they are because where where they're Go doing on. Like, snail brain experiments. Um, they're not as smart as like dolphins or something, but you wonder if you could make like a, uh, like a fait accompli with the snail, mm. like, Hey, we're both immortal. As long as you don't catch me, you know, why don't we do this until we're bored? And then I'll eat you as escargot and we'll both die. Or listen, man, I'll make you like the sweetest terrarium a snail could ever ask for. Yeah. And we'll just, you'll be my snail friend and we'll yeah. go on. I think you're robbing it of its one true purpose, though. Which is to kill you. Which yeah. is to fucking murder well, you. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, eventually, who I'll are you to deprive who, who am I to steal the mind. snail's agency? Right. Exactly. Right. Well, that's why you got to, it has to be a smart enough snail to make the deal. Otherwise, it doesn't work. <laughs> oh, well. I do love, uh, <laughs> I love, I love rich Frank Gallagher. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Big uh, fan. Rich, really love the whole Rich Gallagher family. It's kind that's of what they vibe. are. It does have very Rich Gallagher family vibes. Uh, uh, um, I can't remember his name. Uh, was it Jack Marvin? That's the vibe I'm getting off of. Uh, no, Jack Melvin. Oh, yes. The, oh, the very, who a very the local reference. Right, yeah. That was uh, for me and me alone. Yeah, and maybe three other people who might listen to this at right. some point in the next 10 years. Right. Yeah, but uh, the uh, Arthur Pym, that's the vibe I get from him, is like the guy on the street who's, it's a good thing you're friends with him because there's a you know 60% chance he kills you after he murders his wife. <laughs> he He's murdered, yeah? Yeah. Jack Melvin or Arthur Pym? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> Arthur Pym. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for he's a sure stone cold killer. So, uh, the kind of lawyer you want? He's the, the yeah. Fuck, I would straight think straight up murderer. He does seem. He seems like the Antichrist. Yeah, he also would never ever recite the lawyer's. Uh, no, well, the lawyer's, lawyer's prayer. prayer. Lawyer's prayer. Thank you. I'd be willing to say he actually uh, never even passed the bar. Yeah. 
He's he lied. He's a hitman. He didn't kill somebody and take it though. He's a hitman with a fucking bar card. Right. Yeah. He just he actually doesn't make any arguments. He just stares at the jury until they equip. Right. With his one half opened eye. Yeah. I Mark Hamill killing it. Yeah. It took me. I was about I, I said to myself four times and then I said aloud twice. Is that Mark Hamill? And then I finally looked it up because the people I was watching with were like, oh, shush. And (laughs) (laughs) so I just looked it up and sure as shit, it's Mark Hamill. Yeah. If I didn't know it was Mark Hamill going in, I would have done the same thing. But I live on the Internet and it's full of spoilers and dicks. So it's too true. It's also a good show title. So anyway, I would very, I would recommend Fall of the House of Usher. We could get into it. We could really, we could really get into the weeds here if we wanted to, but I don't want to. I, I don't that it just came out. I feel like giving it some breathing room is fine. Yeah. Uh, Rob. Uh, yes. What are you kicking on this week, bud? Oh, uh, I am so very glad that you asked. I have been geeking on. Uh. My new class. No. It's political sciences, and it looks like it's gonna be a motherfucker. <laughs> I am uh yeah, no, I it's just uh midterms and a lot of class stuff here lately. So education, it's been great. Mm-hmm. Uh you, you, Joe, you definitely don't look tired. I feel tired as shit. <laughs> oh. I uh, uh, yeah, what about you? It is not not this week, but I haven't had a chance to talk about it on the show yet. Uh, I don't think Wes Anderson's um, little rolled doll expo- ex- uh, expedition. Henry Sugar. Outstanding. It is. Outstanding. All four of those. Wonderful. Um, love the concept of um, we're going to use the same cast in four different short films. Um, also the concept of we're just going to adapt the books as is it's not even adaptation we're just we're taking we're going to do it like a stage play so that we can do it however we want instead of like trying to make it a a, a screenplay yep screenplay stage play is a really fun thing and uh, for me I mean it it, it showed up in the way that they did Asteroid City as well Um, I don't know it's I have never felt like anything was more specifically tailored to my tastes. Well, that was your your quote. You said, I, I like this era of Wes Anderson where he seems to be making movies specifically for me. Yeah. And that was your exact quote. Yeah. And I think that you're correct. Yeah. I love everything about it. And it's really wonderful. And uh, if you haven't seen that, it's on Netflix, too. And it's like. I think the first one's 42 minutes and the other ones are 16 minutes apiece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very doable. Yep. You could, uh, you know what? Poop on company time and watch one a day. That's a screw. You could. Saying. But, uh, yeah, anyway, what are you geeking on this week, Buck? Um, oh, HBO Max, at least that's where I found it, has, a, did you know they made an interview with a vampire TV show? No. Because you mentioned it in the chat. It's very good. I mean, it's exquisite. It's pretty awesome. Um, My guy, Eric Bogosian. Uh, is in it and uh, he needs more work 
And so I'm glad he got it. It is, you do not have to have watched the movie. It's not like a continuance of the movie. It's its own thing. It's an adaptation of the same Anne Rice book, but it's its own thing. Um, nice. It is, uh, it's bloody and and vampire and sexy and it's fucking awesome. It's really, 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 um, really good. Um, and then I am just finishing uh, a reread of a Stephen King book that I read when I was in my teens, uh, Insomnia. Oh, Insomnia. And uh, I had remembered it kind of like a general plot, but um, glad I reread it. It uh, It is one of the books that is tied into the Dark Tower universe. Um, a lot of references to the Crimson King, Ka, um, but cooler than that are the references to like, um, uh, Gage, little Gage from Pet Cemetery, his sneaker, or, um, oh, okay, or, or reference, just references to other characters, other Stephen King books is, uh, is really awesome when you start realizing how deep the seed was planted and all that shit. Cause this is a book from 91, I think. So it's just really cool to read. Nice. When you say a sneaker, you mean literally like his shoe, like his shoe. Like, um, there's a scene in the book where our, our main character can kind of like, by looking at an object can tell its history. Oh, and he's in like a he's in like a death collection. So he's like, you know, the helmet from a, a kid who was riding a bike and and died. Uh, you know, the the hanky that was used by an old man who had a brain aneurysm. And then he says, and you know, a little shoe worn by a little kid named Gage who got hit by a a truck in Ludlow, Maine. And it's like, oh shit, that's a fucking that's a direct, very direct pet, yeah. a pet cemetery reference. Nice. So. I um I've been I've been watching a lot of Adventure Time just clips on YouTube. Yeah. And uh I got to the part where uh he he makes it to his mom's human island where the the humans have been hiding for like a thousand years. And they have like as professions, they have like helpers and people who are trying to escape the island are called hiders. And so when you said Gage's sneaker, my immediate thought was um like oh like some kind of ghost that sneaks behind him and sure. is like actually him or something and and then i was like no that doesn't make sense because his shoes were left over after he got hit by that truck i'm glad you so, got there yeah anyway that's why i had to ask totally surely. Like, the concept of a sneaker like what is that <laughs> specifically what's a gauges you need sneaker. to like that's preface like a, that Brian, like Ryan, can you please like put a bong rip like sound effect in right before Joe <laughs> says that? <laughs> hey man, hey, what's a what's a sneaker? Um, the other thing too, uh, briefly, is that I I finally bit the bullet and I got drop out. Nice. Um, I just love everything about it. Mm-hmm. I was in the hot tub last night laughing my ass off to an episode. So like an episode of like make some noise. Is is like 32 minutes, which is like a perfect timer for me. I don't need to be in the hot tub any longer than that by myself, you know? So I start the episode when it's over, I get out. Fucking perfect. So. Outstanding. um, Yeah. Brennan Lee Mulligan is my hero. And, and I, he's so good at everything he does. His Donald Trump as Sauron is 
It's spectacular. Hey. Hands off, hands off to you, sir. Every impression, every Donald Trump impressionist picks a different part of of Trump's mannerisms. Mm-hmm. I love that that Brennan Lee Mulligan has picked the ability to just seamlessly transition from thought to thought in a yep. perfect stream of consciousness. Yep. He's talking about poison smoke, then he goes to wait for something else, then he comes right back to poison smoke. It's yep. fucking great. Horse, beautiful horse, by the way. Extraordinary animal. oh fuck well hey if you liked what you listened to today or tonight whenever i don't seem i don't want morning i don't want to assume when you listen but when you listen if you liked it give us five stars um tell us what your favorite edgar Allan poe is Ooh. And if you want to send us gifts of ravens and things, Fuck you can yeah. like do so on any of the socials. Did you see that fucking crow that landed? I think it was in Japan. It landed on like by a girl's feet and it started saying, Ni hao. Ni hao. No. no. <laughs> and then it was on Twitter. And then somebody posted on Twitter and said, like, if a pigeon or if a crow landed next to me and said, Ni hao, I would jump off a cliff. And I was like, no, I no, would you give it a coin. You give it a fucking shiny and you yeah. say, like, we're. We're buddies yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you, yeah, don't you and then you and then you give back? it you give it one of these and then you hope you have a friend for life. Yeah. Because right. that just... motherfucker, you know it knows how to use a sword. Yeah. yeah. Or, or well, at least how to pick pockets. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, I mean, certainly if you give it something, it owes you because it's certainly Fay, right? That's bird yes. law. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it enters into one of those Japanese life debts. Right. Well, if you want to enter one like, of those like live and dads with us, you can do so on any of the socials. Uh, Geekcast Live. <laughs> and uh, uh, you can also check out the website that I made at finalpress.com. Uh, yeah, it's a good website. You did make it. That's true. That's, that is true. If uh, if you want to support us in other ways, you could do so over at patreon.com slash geekcastlive or buy a shirt that says we're the Sex Panther of Podcasts over at gcl.threadless.com. That's gcl.threadless.com. GCL. And that's Threadless. dot like a, like it's just like a point, like a pinprick, not the word dot. If you type in the word dot, you'll like, it'll say like 404 not found. Or, uh, yeah. But I think the Warner sister will attack you. <laughs> yes. Not Yakko. Right. Dot. Bye now. Bye. Burn in hell. All your grandparents, we love you very much. Life is hard. We're glad you're here. Love you. Hey, everyone. Nico here. And as always, we just want to take a minute to thank all those degenerates, 'er ne'er-do-wells, and supporters who make this ill-fated machine stumble to the finish line. We could not do it without you, for better or worse. So thank you, as always, to Danger Johnson, Brandon Rust, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lotta Bartova, Kelly Shuttleward, the Poly Nerds, the K-Man, Quentin Quattrain, my man Dan Shale, Randy the Bang Bus, Bang Bus, Hapless Sam McGillicuddy, Churchill Dowds, I don't know if that's their official website, that might be porn, Rose Rosenstein, Sandy Hornblower, (laughs) that's a Grumpkin's flight right there, that's from, what is that? Charleston, uh, Pinkert Hagers. We've got Jew Dave, which is Dave the Fish. Girl from Thereaways, Three Finger Emily. We love all of you. 
get in on the action. You know where to follow us. If not, Joe will tell you. I'm not reading that name because that's not a real person, but the rest of you are. We love you. Thank you, as always. Check this.